0: Hello and welcome to the No So Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week we get to talk about MJF's shenanigans, the Owen Hart Tournament Finals, a debut for Defy, uh, for AW from Defy, and the Bloodline, it's still going and going and going. It's like, it's like the energized batteries, it just keeps going and going. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel Monster here with the Enforcer, the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Uh
1: So who am I supposed to acknowledge this week? I can't remember.
0: Uh the Swarve, bro. It was supposed it's solo, I think, this week. Okay. I can never remember.
2: And the marquee of <laughs> No Cell Entertainment, Mike Boobel. Fun fact about me, guys,
3: I always bring a piece of paper to wrestling matches when I attend, just in case The Rock's my opponent. There
1: you go.
0: It should be seven bucks.
1: I acknowledge any fought too, except for Jacob, if I'm I'm like a a charity trying to run an indie wrestling camp.
0: Or Joe.
1: He's my tribal chief.
0: According (laughs) according to that sign, yes, uh, Joe is uh, that guy's tribal chief. (laughs) He's, so let's somehow, talk. he's
3: somehow the only Samoan not a Samoan
0: wrestler. <laughs> Womp. So let's talk about the bloodline as on SmackDown,
2: Smackdown.
0: Uh, we had uh, the trial of the Tribal Chief and basically they did the trial of Sami Zayn all over again but this time it's Roman and they do the you know Exhibit A, exhibit B And then we get to Roman breaking down in tears Saying, you know, he ha- he's the Tribal Chief now, so He he has to take care Of his family and All their families and you know, With them losing, he's going to
1: He cut that promo in fall 2020
0: Right? But this time he had tears in his eyes With a tear in his eye Woo! Uh At...
2: mm.
0: Yeah Good. Okay, and then, and then you know he gets on the knee he takes the lay off and puts it on Jay gets on a knee and then low blows and all hell breaks loose and solo and roman destroys the usos. Oh, that's And then I- Yeah?
1: I only saw like a picture on Twitter and I thought he was proposing to Jay.
0: Oh no, he he like he's going to do the acknowledgement part but then yeah. he like low blows him.
1: I thought they were really going soap opera with the storyline.
0: Sadly, no. And then uh, later on in the night, Jay comes out, tax Roman and challenges him to for an undisputed championship
1: match at uh, SummerSlam. Well, we we kind of figured that'd be the match. So. Hey, I mean, I good news and bad news for you. Like it's, it's getting over. It's getting ratings and watches and people are putting butts in the seats. And the good news is the WWE is willing to keep this story going for years if it stays this hot. So they said that.
3: So not only is Roman now working the Undertaker schedule, which is basically never, he is now just taking his terrible gimmick of just kicking people in the dick. Yep.
1: And uh, and taking the Hogan gimmick of only working his friends and family.
3: <laughs> uh so guys, do you know that whole segment on, on SmackDown, uh, old, old little bitch himself pointed this out to me, took
1: 36 minutes. Yep. Well, and they were in Madison square garden. So let's go, you know, everybody was praising it online. Now, for all fairness, I haven't seen it yet because I just, I was like, you know, I need to watch SmackDown this week. I'm, I'm sure this is going to be big and everybody's praising it, but I'm just finding it so hard to do it. I mean, I have no doubt that everybody played their roles perfectly, just perfect, right? I mean, that's one thing. They've been perfect this entire storyline in terms of how they're portraying it. It's just that I can't be the only one who sees that they're doing the same exact thing again for like the third time. In the same feud. I mean, one thing if they stretched it out over years, you know, like Hogan and Savage feuded off and on for a decade and a half, but I mean, they took time off between, you know did other shit this is just recycling the same five steps over and over again in the same feud.
2: well
3: i don't know if you guys saw this online or the listeners i know you guys saw because i sent it to you but i'm just gonna give a quick recap of the iwc's take on this uh because the nwo was getting a bunch of love last week and then uh, i found some comment on some thread uh that said well the nwo was great uh, until the shield came and then the bloodline, essentially applying that those two storylines were better than the NWO. Uh,
1: no, now they may, they may, uh, I can't even say was the shield, I would say they might end better than the NWO one ended, but I don't know, <laughs> we weren't exactly happy with the way that shield storyline ended. Um, no, I mean, the NWO by the time it done, they'd fucked it up, but neither one of those. Do you see the NWO is still in the top five of uh, merchandise sellers for WWE?
0: Yep. Yep.
3: Yeah.
1: Um. Had to continue to say DX was the greatest fucking group of all time. Yeah, I don't know
3: that Rollins hitting Roman with a chair is quite the same level as Hogan dropping a leg on
0: Savage.
1: <laughs> it's not.
0: Nice try, though. I I, I was going to send the text chain like yeah that checks out.
1: Or Jay yeah. having 37th nervous breakdown under Roman.
0: Hey, you know I'll, call that, I'll do that to you. That's just macho under Hogan. Remember you know when. When he was in charge, brother. Cut. Ro- Roman's going after
1: Naomi soon. Goddamn, it, it's Macho Uso. j <laughs> Dude,
3: if SummerSlam is brought to you by Slim Jim, I'm going to fucking lose it.
1: <laughs> that would be awesome, actually. Holy crap.
0: But yeah, it, it it's just the same thing again. However, you know, it's... They're, they tweak it in a way of, oh, well... Now you know they're ba- now they're back to being on their own and it's just like give it a year the Usos will be back in the bloodline. Give Roman's a year. still champion. Give it six. Give, th- give it three months. SummerSlam. Yeah,
1: I'm calling it now.
0: It's calling it. Calling you're you're pointing to the
2: pointing to the you're pointing it, huh?
1: I'm calling it a week after Summerslam. They're all back together.
2: Okay. They're going to fall in line. And acknowledge him all over again? Yep. Okay.
0: That checks out.
1: Unless they're really going to extend it so that the September show can be solo versus Roman. Then he beats all of them within three months, and they all fall back in line.
2: Sounds great. Ugh acknowledge me yeah
1: i'd love to remember the smackdown roster right now I'm trying to get tv time when this gets almost half of your goddamn fucking show
0: here let's play a game let's see if you can or did well you know one of your favorite wrestlers of all times on it um uh carrying cross oh fuck that did you see his see what happened to him
1: on uh no, I don't know they, anything on
0: SmackDown other than Oh it, it's, it's a fan footage of of camera, and basically it's him doing his entrance, and then they cut it as he enters. So, like, they're doing the Fallen Prey stuff in the middle of the ring, and then all of a sudden, like, they just cut, and he's just starts standing there.
1: I mean, it's been a year since they brought him back. I, I think I can take the W on this one.
0: All right, Corey, can you name me five SmackDown wrestlers? Besides carrying I, cross, your favorite?
1: Oh, I'm pretty sure I can. Let's see, AJ Styles. That's one. Robin um,
0: Reigns. Jay Uso, Jimmy uh, Uso. Let's, let's, was, uh, minus <laughs> the Bloodline people, folks. Um,
1: didn't Lashley move over there?
2: Uh, he is. He okay? okay. Yep. Haven't right. seen
1: him. Oh, uh, uh, pretty deadly.
2: Those two, okay.
1: That's the other. That's the other act people seem to like on that show. Child like player. It. Uh, who's the last one? Uh, who can I name a fifth? Because I was gonna say Ricochet, but I think he moved to Raw. Uh, hold on. God damn it!
2: I should be able to do this. Uh. Fuck. Oh, Grayson Waller. Yeah. Yes, there is. um, sure. Hang on. There's like 52 wrestlers
0: on the roster for SmackDown.
1: 52 people on SmackDown. And, and did- that's
0: also including what? Stephanie, Triple uh, H, Vince, Cole, Ro- uh,
1: announcer dude, McAfee. Stephanie's <laughs> not even in the company anymore. Barrett.
0: Yeah, she's still on the SmackDown roster. I just-
1: could you imagine if WWE did real-life scrums like AEW? How could the first question to Triple H every time not be, so where's your wife? Uh,
0: what? <laughs> right. Uh, so we're we're just, I will say over 40, there's over 40 wrestlers on SmackDown. Because on I, the roster, there's the the authority people too.
2: So. I
1: have trouble not naming anybody outside the bloodline.
2: Well, you forgot LA Knight. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, but here's the thing. Like, that's overall bad for the company. They could be making a ton of money right now, and, and they are. But if you have a weekly show with 50 people on the roster, and somebody who's been watching it for 30-plus years has trouble naming five people that aren't in your main storyline on that roster, that ain't good.
2: Um. Would, well, let me it. say... uh
1: When that storyline runs its course because it will eventually, you have nobody over on that show.
2: Yeah. And, you know,
0: Grayson Waller, he took on Edge, the Hall of Famer. So there's another spot taken. By the way, you know, the OC is part of the SmackDown roster.
1: I forgot they were under contract.
0: And uh, uh, Rey Mysterio is on it, even though UFC spelled his name with an A. Of course they did.
1: See, so now I forgot that? Hey, isn't who's the champion? besides Roman on that fucking show. Who's the mid card guy?
2: Uh, awesome theory.
1: Wow, hmm. it took him, It took us this long to get to the uh, U.S. title, right? It's the U.S. title, right? Yes. Trump has got the Yeah. So it took us this long to get to the U.S. champion on that show on that fucking show.
0: Because, yeah, because Sammy and Owens looks like they're on the Raw roster. Well, they are because they got drafted, but they show up there. Um,
1: Oops, yeah. I did. That's I, all a solid disservice. I forgot to say Charlotte for her.
0: Uh, Google did, did it for us, so we're fine. All hail the to queen. <laughs> Top dollar, or flop dollar, he's on there, too. On uh, That whole group... That got pre-showed with L.A. Knight on the SmackDown show.
1: He's the most over guy damn near on your fucking... He might be the most over babyface on SmackDown, the names we read. I'd have to think about it. And he's on the pre-show before they start rolling cameras? Yep. All right. That makes
2: sense. (laughs) Just making sure. Well let, let me
0: let me try and boost your morale up. Let's go to AEW, okay? Which show? Which show? Uh let's start about let's start with um dynamite first and that uh Oh it <laughs> uh, Well hang on, hang on, let me get to the point. What's your uh thoughts on MJF being the what do you want to say? Baby face, but like the you know the over the eccentric babyface, but still a heel?
1: Basically, what I'm gonna say is uh MJF kind of becoming a one note pony. It's like what he does in every fucking feud. He pretends yeah. to be friend and get along well with the challenger and then eventually he'll turn his back on. Um can we see something else from him?
3: I mean it's worked for 55 fucking years with Rick Flair, so nobody else complains about it then.
1: Uh, well, anyways. but in ways. But
2: that
1: You got it. I mean, it's the same as every friend turning on Hogan during the. the like, you know, it's coming. But <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I see a little something different. I'm waiting for them to do. Uh, I mean, it's just like Jericho and him doing the fucking Family Guy fucking musical number. Uh, you know, he's gonna turn, just do already. Uh, now if they stick them together, because some people seem to think that was an awesome segment on dynamite, I thought it was okay like, just okay.
0: Uh, well, which segment are you talking about? The
1: the whole thing with him coming out, him doing the baby thing with them, the birthday celebration, the back, every bit of it
2: because they did a.
0: Okay, I was gonna say they did another one earlier in the night with them doing the workout.
1: Yeah, that was funny. That was good, but it wasn't like great. wasn't the best one they've done, but it was okay.
3: I I hope they just become a like a
2: great big heel tag team. That would be preferable. Um, I I know
1: this year has caused me to do some changes in thought process and direction that i didn't see coming for me like here's a hot take towards the end of the year or at the beginning of the year i would have said do anything you can to sign mjf if you're wwe midpoint of the year i'm thinking i'd rather go after omega than mjf if i'm done yeah mjf is cooled off for me a little and he, he's just doing the same shtick over and over again. Whereas there's certifiable money matches you can get out of Omega being there for a couple of years. And at the very least Roman and Omega. That
2: yeah, I, 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 I'm kinda I'm with you with the fact that, that we need
0: to do something new with him doing with MGF because this is just that playing, okay he's gonna turn, but when is he going to turn? I thought the segments were like, their workout one was funny. Yeah, that, was um, a- that. But the birthday one, I felt bit went a bit too long. Yeah. Uh, I think it's funny that, you know, they're doing... Mean, because they're going up and beyond here, too, with the yeah, MJF calling uh, Cole on his streams. Yep. I like, hey, it? bud, what are you doing? Like, I'm streaming right now. Oh, that's cool, you know?
1: They're leaving. They're, they're yeah. going full board i appreciate that
0: yes i do too but again it's like that whole thing of he's going to turn on you but when like it's cody it's uh it's jericho it's anytime he he has a friend punk warlow when he has a friend you know he's just going to turn but you know it's that thing of I like it's that you know I I'm intrigued by what you're saying about Omega going you know idea Omega maybe going to WWF just that idea, but we talked about it again when we did Forbidden Door two recap about how he go Omega go slow right now with with AEW talent he would go be at you know first gear,
1: yeah he'd be he'd be working in slow motion with most of the WWE crew. Uh, Um, I can see Rollins tearing it up, but that's about it. Yeah, Um, yeah, know, it'd be interesting. I've noticed the. It seems like Tony's getting a hell of a lot more help in creative because it sure seems to me like Dynamite and Collision are two completely different shows. If you watch both of them, they feel different. They look different. They wrestle differently. Dynamite is the, it's kind of like the old brand split thing in WWE where it's Dynamite is, I wouldn't say the sports entertaining show, but it's the more flip, it's the more high fast paced, younger wrestlers, flippy flippy show where Collision is the more wrestling heavy show and it shows. They're doing a lot more WWE type stuff on Dynamite with the skits, the overly long skits with MJF and Cole, and the the hook and Jungle Boy stuff in the back. Uh, There are parts of Dynamite that seem very WWE to me, Um, as opposed to what they used to be, whereas Collision is more of what AEW was.
0: Collision, last night, Bullet Club and FTR went
1: almost 30 minutes. They have a small crew on Collision, but boy, they got a good crew on. Uh, that's that's the crew. Or, that's the crew I like of yeah. any show. Like period.
3: Collision reminds me of the first like two years of AEW.
2: Yeah, although a lot less flippy stuff. Still some, but like you need it for that fan base. But yeah, significantly
3: less than Wednesday.
1: I like Collision. I like uh, I I like Malachi Black. Did you see what he said? where he requested of Tony that he only be on Collision because he wants he wants that factor of if people want to watch him, they know what show to watch, they know when to tune in, that's when you're going to see him. I like that idea, that thought process. Don't overexpose yourself. Go willy nilly between both. Nobody knows when to see you. I like the idea of saying, hey, look, you want to watch me watch Collision? That's where I'm going to be. Plus, that means uh, Julia Hart on collisions that's never a bad thing
0: like she she wrestled last night
3: the uh the only people who should be guaranteed to be on both shows are the champions
1: yep without having a brand split they should have a brand split if you know what i mean
3: mm-hmm.
1: and they pretty much do they haven't had one they're not official but it's pretty much a brand split yeah
3: because like punk was only on dynamite like to the run-in for the build-up to forbidden door like it, other than that it didn't matter and nobody else is really crossing streams for the most part.
0: Yeah, and he made that comment, too. Like, I'm a, dy- I'm a collision guy. I'm not even supposed to be here. But, uh, yeah, uh, Julia Hart did wrestle on collision. Who'd she face?
1: I haven't watched it yet. I don't know.
2: Oh. Uh, Bambi Hall.
1: Well, it sucks for Bambi. But, hey, best show ever. And Joe and Punk 5. Nobody ever talks about the first match, but... Oh well, uh, uh, I can't wait
0: to watch they, it. It was good. Um, they did a like they were using old ROH footage and stuff too for the hi- package and all that highlight reel stuff. And was like that was pretty cool. I
3: without spoiling it, I will say that it is. It was a good match, but having not seen their like classic trilogy, I know they had four, but their classic trilogy, I assume it's not near as good as those.
1: That's what I've heard, and I, that stands to reason. They're seventeen years older. And...
3: I, I also think like they tend to do, and especially like punk and Punk's feuds. There's clearly going to be another match at
1: some point, exactly. and so they go fucking balls to the wall. You set the table, chapter one. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but Powerhouse Hobbs with the King of Hearts Owen Hart tribute gear sounds badass and awesome.
0: It was. Uh,
3: have you guys noticed noticed something? I picked up on something. Uh, since since Punk has been back that he hasn't said the letters at EW or All Elite Wrestling yet? Nope. Nope. And and on the, I noticed on the very first promo when he came back he hasn't done it since. But on the first promo he took off the mic uh,
1: banner. Yep. And and somebody showed it on Twitter. He did the same exact thing the first week he turned heel in WWE back in 2012. Uh huh. He took the WWE header off the mic and threw it to the side. And I was like, oh, I did it again. He, that motherfucker, he's got a wrestling yeah.
3: He has not said AEW once. He refuses to say the fucking name of the company.
1: It's so interesting. It's so interesting <laughs> to see how this turns out. Mm-hmm. I, I they, like uh, the
3: idea you brought up. I like the idea of, like, if they're going to... It's sort of an NWO callback, but sort of a Bullet Club. Like, if that's Collision, is like essentially becomes Bullet Club. Yeah. And then AEW would be Dynamite. I kinda like that idea.
1: I so do I. I, I think they, they have some cool things in the off if they want to do it. I, I think they're gonna do it. But, like Corey, as a as a
3: as a Japanese aficionado, I guess I would call you. Yeah. How would like hardcore Japanese wrestling fans take CM Punk leading a version of Bullet Club?
1: Uh They respect CM Punk a great deal. So I think they'd go for it. They'd be fine with it. Um, I think sooner or later, even though it may not fit into their plans or Tony Khan's personal plans, I think you have to do something with Bullet Club Gold and the New Japan Bullet Club. Uh, I think just you have to, just to acknowledge it. (laughs) Uh, I think they'd be fine with it, especially if, Bullet Club. Yeah, I'll tell you what. They love Bullet Club in Japan, and uh, I I sent you guys a tweet yesterday about uh, how much chap Japan loved NWO in '97.
3: Um, dude, I want an, I want a New World Order Typhoon shirt so bad.
1: Right. I mean, fucking pop culture acts were joining NWO in 1997. <laughs> I mean, fucking Dennis Rodman joined NWO. Yeah, right? Dennis
0: Rodman had a whole the uh, a whole episode about himself on that the. For the bulls and the last dance, and fifteen minute of, uh, minutes of it was about the n w o almost
1: that's awesome you see that well I mean look they he was on some sort of like talk show talking about his shit he's been doing in North Korea, and they gave us career accomplishments. You how to do like three bullet points the yeah. bottom bullet point was former n w o member
0: I thought you were for life <laughs> well, you you always are. Um, but, but, uh, a thing for dynamite too is, you know, we've talked about it before about how with Omega go back to him about how when he's with the bucks, people turn the channel and while the bucks are now with hangman and Omega wrestles, you you wrestled you by himself. So it's like, I guess that's the route we're going. And then when they do in a couple of weeks, they announce the, you know, blood and guts. That's the next time that he will be with, The Bucks
1: and Joe. What happened this past week when he wrestled Yuta again? That hasn't happened in almost any other week. Ratings went up in the final corner. Whenever he's in the main event without the Bucks, ratings Mm -hmm. go up. That happens. It almost doesn't happen in any other week. He's still a star.
0: He still matters to that audience. Yeah, and uh, when I saw the main event, they're like Yuta versus uh, Omega. I'm like. Oh, no bucks. Okay. I, I'm I'm fine with that.
1: Yeah. It's a good match, too. Yeah. Um,
0: doesn't,
1: he may not still be a superstar, but he's miles ahead of where he was a year ago when they started the shit.
0: Yes. Uh, Injury scare for him. I think it's just a hamstring thing. So he sh- they, the internet says he should be fine for blood and guts, which would be a five on five with the four members of the. BCC and the four members of the elite with a mystery of partner, a po- uh, partner for both teams.
1: Well, I think I can safely guess the mystery partner for the elite. Uh, it's probably going to be Kota Obushi. I'll
0: have to go say Sam Pug. No. Well, that's, that's another rumor. That's another <laughs> rumor on
1: the internet, but it's not true. happening. Um, And I think the other side, I think it's going to be um, Jericho. Remember they they started the callous shit. I think it's going to be like an uneasy Jericho. I don't think he's going to be in the BCC or with them. He's just going to be like a weird, like I'm thinking about something alternative kind of thing. Well, uh, hasn't Jericho, am I wrong? Hasn't he been in every
3: blood
0: and guts match?
1: What was last year? Was it Jericho Appreciation Society? I yes, can't
0: remember. It, ja- it, yes, it was because it was it, Jaws versus the BCC with uh, Kingston because Claudio was on the team and... And Santana destroyed his uh, ACL like within two minutes of the match.
1: Then yes, he's been in everyone.
0: And then so he was I the think... first one getting pushed off the top of the cage. Oh, he's probably right. It should be Jericho then. So Coda's doing a backflip right off the cage. He's like that's. It's...
1: Yeah, Coda's gonna, but both nobody underneath
0: him. He's just gonna jump yeah. up and
2: fucking
0: yeah. do it. He's like, like, where's that? Where's that spot Jericho fell off onto? Check this out. <laughs>
2: uh. If
3: Tony Khan is smart, he will never introduce Kota, Ibushi, and Darby Allin together.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you can't do it. Where are those two? Oh, they're outside jumping off the roof. God damn it. There's what? nothing what? out what?
3: there. It's, oh, it's, aim for the bushes. Onto
1: yeah. what, concrete? <laughs>
0: yeah, they're landing on their feet, and it's destroying their ankles. You know that spot
1: Halloween Havoc
3: 95s are doing that.
2: Yeah.
1: Worst case scenario, they're hanging out and then run into Jeff Hardy first day back.
3: Uh, yeah, well that that would work as uh, Darby Allen straight edge. So.
1: <laughs> no, I just yeah. meant they'd all go jumping off random shit. Yeah. For no reason. <laughs> that looked cool. Let me try this one over here.
2: Oh my god. But yeah, god. we ha
0: but we have blood yeah, blood and guts in a couple of weeks, so that should be
1: And then guess what guys? It seemed like so long ago, but we're six weeks out from all in uh, Wembley.
0: Yeah. Still with no information on where we're going to be watching it off of.
1: Oh, I'm sure they'll get they'll they'll let us know. We're oh, at, yeah. at uh, 75,500 seats sold.
0: Without a match announced. Oh. So, yeah. I mean, they're gonna cross 80 for sure. Do they
3: get
1: to 90? That's the question. If they get past 82 five. Then I think they break the all-time attendance record. I think uh, I for was wrestling. reading, yeah, for wrestling, of course. Yeah. Yeah, because I was yeah, reading no. WrestleMania 32 in in Dallas. They said 102,000, but the actually it was like 82,300. Do or you like know that. what SummerSlam in '92 was? 80. It was 80. Yeah. because that
3: I mean yeah? I mean yeah, because like you know, Anthony Joshua does like 100,000 routinely for boxing, and then. Uh, what Queen did? I don't know. Fifty-five billion in that fucking stadium. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Somehow, <laughs> so a
1: lot people were standing on top of.
3: <laughs> so you know they're never going to beat the actual record, but for wrestling that would be fucking cool.
1: Uh, real quickly, I know it's a quick aside. I know it's boxing, but uh, Mike, explain this to me. Yeah. Boxing, big time boxing events, like you said, that yeah. guy routinely a yeah. hundred thousand tickets, right? Yeah. How, yeah. Then why is boxing so not so big? If I mean you're selling a hundred thousand tickets, oh, no, it's not big no. here. It's not big here.
3: It's big okay. there.
2: so right. they
3: could sell a hundred thousand here if they had Muhammad Ali versus fucking Hulk Hogan. They wouldn't sell a hundred thousand tickets. All right. Like, no, it doesn't matter here. UFC in in the United States has surpassed boxing, okay. which is sad for me, but uh no mm-hmm. i can anywhere else it's sort of like soccer to be honest anywhere outside the united states boxing is still king especially if it's british fighters i mean jesus christ yeah
1: so asking again how big is ufc everywhere else i mean i know it's big in certain places uh, as well.
3: it's it depends it would be very fighter dependent like if they went to ireland with mcgregor they could sell an eighty thousand seat outdoor stadium yeah and then but like they don't like they're they're a really popular British champion right now. He's gonna sell out the O2 in London, but he couldn't do Wembley. Like they would sell forty thousand tickets. Oh, okay, all right. They just just completely fighter dependent.
1: Is, okay, not- so you may not know this. Is MMA popular at all in Japan anymore? Uh, yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, is that on the nineties? Uh, it's fucking huge
3: yeah pride pride is a big deal for sure uh and pride gets ignored a lot by ufc because they won the war so they, they write the winner you know winner writes the, the history so they don't talk about pride a lot but pride for sure fucking mattered uh they are beginning to make inroads again in in japan like ufc isn't necessarily giant in japan uh mma still matters uh, but ufc as a company does it they are slowly beginning that they actually had a a Japanese guy on the card
1: last night who did really really well who's really popular that's good yeah I I know in the 2000s it was fucking humongous in Japan but like if they so if
3: they get say let's say let's reach for the stars say they get 90,000 in Wembley for all in what's gonna annoy me is first of all hashtag Wrestlemania to London but like what's gonna happen is WWE is gonna do a two night event and only sell like Seventy-one thousand each night but claim they beat the record when they combine the total
1: yeah oh i have an update on that by the way so i was part right part wrong on what john cena's main goal was there at that pay-per-view one vince is as always gotten to by people outdoing him a shit so he doesn't like the fact that AEW has that many people going to london however that wasn't the main reason the main reason is they want to do one in london but London won't pay them because <laughs> London's already a huge tourist attract. They don't need WrestleMania to get tourists in. And yeah. Vince hates them. So he went out there and had Cena do that whole spiel to try to coerce London into paying for a WrestleMania, which they're not going to do. So there will not be one there. Ouch. Yeah. So basically he just cock the fans to try to get a reaction out of them. And anybody who knows anything about English monarchy and, and government, that was a fail.
3: Okay. So when Vince dies, will Triple H go to London if they don't pay him? Absolutely.
1: If it would, if it would be a packed house and a memorable event, he would in a second.
2: What are you guys talking about? Isn't Vince? Isn't Triple H already in charge? is it there? Sure. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's go with yes. yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> How about I um,
0: say yes? And you believe whatever you want.
1: All right, that's how, that's how it works.
0: And uh, so uh, AEW still doing their Canadian, their like month-long Canada run. As... My God, Stampede Wrestling didn't last fucking long in Canada.
1: Jesus Christ! Uh, hey, they're going back in the fall. They're going to do I think the last week of the year. They're doing both shows in Montreal.
3: Tony Khan, man, when he finds something new, my God, he won't let it go. <laughs> Because, That's Chicago when the fucking thing started. My God.
0: We're all oh, yeah. out in Chicago, so already.
1: Now, we know he does traditions, right? He's big on tradition. He's, every year, they do the Thanksgiving week Dynamite in Chicago. That's just what they do. Yeah. But this year, Survivor Series is in Chicago. So that week, you're going to have Dynamite in Chicago on Wednesday, then Survivor Series and SmackDown. Uh, same yep. week in Chicago. Uh, that also, Chicago's overloaded.
3: And then also Rampage and Collision.
1: Yep, and Rampage and Collision in Chicago as well. That week, the wrestling world is in Chicago. Uh,
3: that's going to be a lot of CM Punk chants in Survivor Series. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can we get another show in Oregon? That'd be great. Just saying. You know, we we get the 50 shows in Chicago. The month long in Canada, it's a month. Yeah, Joe.
3: I mean, they gave us a seventeen-hour rampage taping. What more do you want?
0: That's true.
3: That's
1: hey, true. this upcoming week, the last,
3: <laughs> the last hour after Corey left was nothing but Jericho
0: appreciated matches.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Athena. <laughs> 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 well,
0: speaking, speaking of Athena, so this leads me into the Owen Hart Tournament as. Uh, she was supposed to take on Willow Nightingale last night because we're, next week's the finals for the Owen Hart Tournament, but she, uh, Athena got hurt in her New Japan. Willow did. Willow did. Yeah, sorry, in the New Japan one of her matches. So that match has been moved to Rampage next week, and then next Saturday is the Owen fi- uh for the for the finals. I think just both. for the men, right? No, both. Oh, both. both? Okay.
3: So my question is: Is Athena gonna move on? Like, is that the point? Yeah, my guess is Athena's winning anyway. Well then, why have just say like Willow forfeited? Like, just give make Athena heal and give her heat and just say she forfeited. Like, what's the point of the match now?
1: I don't know. Just want to have it, I guess.
0: Because Ruby, Ruby beats uh, Britt Baker with, you know, help. And then it's now this week it's Sky Blue taking on Ruby. Winner goes to the finals. And then Willow and Athena on Friday. Oh. Winners go to the finals. So uh, probably be Ruby versus Athena in the finals. Uh, no, I think it's, I it's Sky Blue. I
1: think it's Sky Blue. Yeah. I do too. I don't think they're going to do two heels in the finals. So, yeah, Sky Blue they're pushing anyway? Plus, if she beats Athena in the finals, hey, then she can just uh, get a title shot at the Ring of Honor pay per view at the end of July. Kind of just works everything.
0: Oh, they are—they already teased the Willow one. If Willow beats her, then maybe she gets a title shot.
1: Yeah.
0: So they already teased that. Um, but you know, sorry, Corey, but spoilers. But uh, it's uh Ricky Starks taking on uh Punk for next. Oh, week. I know.
1: I knew it, I knew it would be because Starks is one of Punk's projects. But then again, so was Hobbs.
2: But, was Hobbs. Yeah,
1: Yeah, but I would have rather had Hobbs. You know, I'm a Hobbs guy. Yeah. That's all right.
3: Yeah, I think that's I funny. would have preferred the Hobbs match. I mean, this isn't going to be a bad match by any means, but I think I would have preferred the Hobbs match.
1: Yeah.
3: Because I, like, you know, I'm a huge Punk fan, but I don't, like, it's this weird thing, right? Like, I don't know if Starks is at a point where he can follow a match that Punk would lay out to have a really good match. But I don't think Punk can keep up with Starks' pace. No, he couldn't at this point. Or, like, I don't know what this match is going to look like. Because neither one of them really I, do the style both work best at.
1: We're
3: like, like, Punk could just bump off of Hobbs for 20 minutes. It'd be a great match.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say Punk knows how to work big guys like Joe and Big Show and all that, so yeah. he'd have an easier time with Hawk. Well, I well,
0: I think I it's with Core Have you seen any of the result for... I for? I know who
1: wins at coll- Collision. I just haven't watched it yet.
0: Oh, so you, so you've seen the the okay, so yeah. okay, because I was like I want I don't want to spoil, but I'm just going to if you know. So next week on Collision, it's a two out three falls match for the tag titles, a Bullet Club and FTR again.
1: I believe you mean the FTR against the Bang Bang Gang. The Bang Bang Gang.
0: So yeah. that's that's yeah. going to go another half an hour at least, if it's two out of three.
1: Yes, I will watch that wholeheartedly.
0: Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so it's just like that. Uh, right. That's going to follow, you know. I think Bang Bang Gang wins it. Do you think, that's that, do of you of think of that, Does that main event? No. No, okay. the, the finals
1: will. The okay. men's finals will.
0: But if Punk wasn't on the show wrestling, that probably would have been the
1: main event, right? That would be the main event, if that wasn't the
0: case. Uh, I think the women open the show. You'll
3: get something else, and then the men's that tag match will split the hour. It'll go. It'll start in eight o'clock and finish in the nine o'clock hour, and then you'll get the main event.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, I know we're talking about next Saturday, but next Wednesday or this upcoming Wednesday. Nick Wayne debuts on Defi uh, on AEW against former Defy wrestler and it, Swerve.
1: An underrated, maybe one of my top five MVPs for AEW this year is Swerve Sturkman. He's Man, done.
2: Uh, I liked your uh, that Twitter thing you were doing, Corey, where you were just, people
3: were naming your wrestlers. Swerve, God, I. Uh, we all thought that it was the right place for him in WWE when him and Darby went two different directions. Yep. boy, we're, We weren't wrong. They fucked it up. Like, it was the right spot, but they fucked him up. Uh, I am so happy he's here now.
1: Being utilized to his abilities. Oh, yeah. No, this is so much better for him. Um, this is going to be a kick-ass match. He's going to do everything in his power to make Nick Wayne look magnificent, which he doesn't really have to try that hard. Yeah,
3: I was going to say, uh, yeah, he doesn't have to do a whole lot because Nick Wayne will take care of that for himself.
1: He's a, he's an he's an absolute wonderkin uh, when it comes to I mean, he's just fucking fantastic. Um, I'm really looking forward to that match. I really hope it seems like they have a plan in place to actually not to, to get him over to to utilize him instead of just like well here's a young guy and here's matches he does, uh, which they've uh, done. In the-
3: this feels like Nick Wayne is going to be the guy who beats Orange Cassidy for that belt. That'd
1: be cool. Why not shock everybody? Fucking do it.
3: Um, Like, not immediately, but I feel like they're going to build him up to that point.
1: You know what makes Uh, all the sense in the world? Have him upset Orange in a couple months and then have Swerve beat him.
3: Yeah, 100%. Corey, did his dad wrestle in Calgary?
1: He did some matches in Calgary, yeah, Buddy Wayne. He was all over the place in the Northwest. People should
3: know who Nick Wayne is then there somewhat.
1: They should. They should. Um, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be badass. I got news for you guys. I found a new favorite tag team on Rampage. Ooh. In this blind eliminator tag tournament. I'm going to say the names, and both of you, particularly Mike, going to say, yeah, fucking right. But I'm not kidding you. Brian Cage and Big Bill. Yeah, fucking right. It No, they are fucking awesome <laughs> together. The shit they do. They do you know remember the Legion of Dooms uh, Doomsday clothesline off the top rope. Mhm. Hawk would get the guy on his shoulders. Well, Brian Cage picks him up like a powerbomb on his shoulders and then Big Bill from the ring, not the ropes, does a monster clothesline to the guy up on his shoulders into a powerbomb. Um I Is mean that, so cool?
2: that,
3: It sounds amazing, but unless they're doing the uh Beverly Brothers spot where they paralyze the jobber, I'm not really impressed. <laughs>
1: You sent that and I was like, oh, I forgot about that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking killed a guy. That, that was uh, fucking brutal, dude. Oh my god. Yeah, no, they're they need to continue being a team. I don't care what plans they may have had for either one. Get the six man belts off the embassy because Cage and Big Bill need to be a team from now on. I just want to watch <laughs> them annihilate people. Ugh. And it Big is. Bill's the worker of the two. The bigger the bigger guy is the worker of the two because Cage is still Cage.
2: But
3: uh, yeah. <laughs> cage gonna cage.
1: Yeah. How often is there a tag team where Cage is a smaller guy though?
2: Um Yeah, that's kinda weird.
1: Although like he's not really big. He's just like bulky. Yeah. I mean, he's not overly tall, but he's just so built. You know, I mean, he's bulging muscles everywhere. But he is considerably smaller in almost every way to Big Bill, who himself has been sh- – he's, he's got an incredible shape. Yes,
0: yes.
3: Well, I well, mean – ca- He's seven feet tall, and he can't teach that.
1: Well, uh, <laughs> there, apparently there's still some heat around those two. As someone asked Big Bill about how, how he's gotten into such – great shape and he's he's clean and sober and he said well then I lost about 182 pounds Woo! <laughs> I was like god damn
0: <laughs> he, well their take Big Bill and Brian Cage is taken on MJF who and Adam Cole and MJF said he was sick so uh, on this upcoming dynamite so he said he was sick and was going to be able to come in
1: yeah right after they won he tweeted ooh I was so looking forward to wrestling those guys on dynamite but I'm terribly sick I won't be able to think-
0: and then uh, Cole called him out, and he's like, "Fine, I'll come in, but can we do the double clothesline?"
1: I mean, they're both like Big Bill and, and Brian Cage are going to lose the match, but
2: yeah,
1: whew, give me more of that team. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that fun
0: thing. It's that fun thing of seeing this blind eliminator tag team, and you're just, and you just see the teams, and you're like MJF and Cole. That fits their storyline. You have for then you have like Orange casting Darby Allen together, like they've already tagged team together, so that's not blind. Guevara G- Go ahead. Huh?
1: Go
0: ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say like Guevara and Garcia are a tag team, so that's not blind. But then you had like um who was it? Danny Ma- it was uh, Daddy Magic and um and the butcher. Butcher, Daddy Meat, Magic Meat. Magic Meat. And it was just like, okay, hey, that's a blind tag team, but then you have like the three teams that are like, oh, they've already partnered together."
1: I liked uh, Garcia and Guevara defeated Matt Hardy and Jeff Jarrett on Rampage. I would have loved to see that and give that a run. Dude, Taz was burying Jeff Hardy on the on the way to the ring. They're playing Jeff Jarrett's music as he's coming down. And they were talking about what a piece of crap he is, you know, Excalibur and, and Jericho and all that. And, and uh, Taz like, oh, I don't know. I think he's got the better Jeff for a teammate, better wrestler, better guitar player, better singer.
0: <laughs> by, the, uh, by the way, uh, here's a match that, Corey, I know you're looking forward to for Dynamite this week. Chris Jericho is taking on Commander.
1: Yeah, hmm. that's. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> yep. Dream match. Why Jericho' taking on... I mean, I don't know. He's got to wrestle somebody, I guess, but... Uh, does he? Uh, does he? I don't know. Does especially,
2: he? Especially someone who like... He, yeah. I mean, although,
3: actually, when you think about it, Jericho is just a fat piece of shit. who can't do anything. So all I has to do is stand there and just get hit by a flying dude. So it actually kind of works out for his skill ability.
1: Yeah. He should be a great base at this point. Well, you know he doesn't catch. Well, That's I mean...
3: It. If you're that drunk, can you be a good bass?
1: I mean, it depends. You just look up and you see three coming at you anyway. You just stand where you are and hope one of them hit you. Hit the one in the middle. Yeah.
0: Hit hit the more solid one. Got it. i dope. Dumb. But yeah, um Nick Wayne's debut, the Prince, as they're gonna be calling, you know, call oh, yeah. him. I like I like you know, I, I, I the like the package that it. Huh? I was
3: like, we were talking about Nick White. How the fuck did we get to Jericho and Commander? Oh,
0: I'm just looking at... Oh, because I'm looking at the Dynamite card they have set on the website.
1: He's called the Prince. Like, if this was Ring of Honor instead of AEW, which, I mean, he's there anyway, so they can do it. He would join Prince Nana's embassy as the official prince of that company as a heel and be the chosen one. Plus, I would team him up with Swerve, which I think is a smart move eventually anyway.
3: Although... He can't be the chosen one since that is already very taken
1: by by the one and only chosen one.
3: There it is. Ha ha. Ain't he great?
2: But I, I wish
1: mark I mark out when his music hits on AEW. I don't care. <laughs> I hear that TNA music. I'm like, yes.
2: If only you could uh
3: get Brian last to agree with you.
1: I know. Just think about your,
3: it. Here's TNA and runs.
1: Between uh, JP on, uh, what's that dude's name? He was there in TNA forever. JB, Jerry Borash. Borash. Between Borash and Abyss and that TNA ref and AJ and WWE and Jarrett and his music on AEW, there's more of a TNA presence in both of those ch- shows than on Impact.
0: <laughs> or, 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 yeah, or Impact being you know, noticeable.
1: Uh, you see it happen again to them. One of their big matches at anniversary is now changed because uh, Steve Macklin got injured in uh, Australia. And oh granted, it, it wasn't going to be a good match anyway. It's uh, it's PCO and Scott Damore, the, the, the general manager of Impact, who used to be a wrestler, Team Canada, against Steve Macklin and Bully Ray. Uh, But what sucks about this is now you took the one actual wrestler out of the match.
2: Yeah. They
0: did like PCO on fire, though.
1: Yeah. So what the fuck are we going to do? They said they're going to replace them. They'll announce it Monday, but I mean, it took the one piece of talent out of the match.
3: So at this point, right, don't you just pivot to bully Ray and PCO and just
0: have a fucked up match? I would. That's what I thought they would do. But then when they put more in the match, I'm like, what? Like, I'm for sure not going to watch it
3: Regardless, because fuck that. But that's exactly what they should do.
1: Uh, I'll watch the show eventually because I try to watch their pay per views. Plus, I'm mildly interested in the Alex Shelley Nick Aldis main event for the title. Um, Nick Aldis does a good job for what he is, uh, and I, you know, I'm a big Alex Shelley fan. So, but that match sounded horrendous anyway. Now he's out of it. Fuck. I can only wait to see what they fucking replace him with the Bully Ray's team. I can't. Let's see. What's the worst possible choice you could do?
0: A clone uh, of Bully
1: Ray. <laughs> and, uh, God damn. Who's who's canceled but needs work? Uh, Joey Ryan. Yeah, where, he, what's, yeah, what's Joey Ryan doing these days? I see him there. Jimmy. I mean, damn.
2: Fucking hell. That's brutal. Yeah. Well, what else? Anything else you got before? Oh, uh, Corey,
0: our boy Hammerstone, yeah, losing his ML uh, losing his title at an MLW to anybody? Know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I got, it, I got it right here. I gotta find it. Um, Alex Kane.
3: Oh. Yeah, it's Alpha uh partner, I believe.
1: Yeah um i've heard good things about him however even i can't be bothered to watch anything mlw anymore I, I just i can't uh it's it's below impact when it comes to like the business and how it's ran and what happens in it they have a couple key pieces of talent i like like hammerstone like joe uh like uh like jacob fatu i hear this alex kane's pretty good but i mean but the, some of the other stuff they're doing. It's so shindy bad that it's like, nope, I can't. Not anymore.
2: I but I, I wonder if I ahead. hope he
1: is though, know, because what a what MJF needs in AEW right now is to bring Richard Holiday and Hammerstone in as the fucking uh as the team they were in MLW. As a heel douchebag fucking team with him as the champ. Hammerstone is the muscle, Holiday is the brains. That would be fantastic and a fresh thing for him.
2: Yeah. The dino. I'll
3: uh, try to think of the name. I uh I wonder if this is signaling like maybe Hammerstone is wrapping up in MLW and moving on to bigger and better.
1: God, I hope so. He's gotta realize what a shithole that place is.
2: Yeah. It's that uh uh Yeah. yeah not- it's ML- What's that, Corey?
1: I was going to say, I'm not, I'm not kidding you. Impact is a step up. So even if you went to Impact, it would be infinitely better.
0: Yeah, MOW's one is a promotion that I I know about, but it's also like, all right, what's that? You know, like, what? Uh, Oh, they're still around, basically, you know?
1: <laughs> they, uh, more than anyone, they were a victim of AEW starting because they had talent when they first came back in 2017. But it wasn't long before anybody who was worth a shit was signed by AEW. I mean, that that initial, I mean, they had Hammerstone, MJF, Holiday, uh, Sur- Swerve Strickland, um, LA Park. or not, Yeah, LA Park. You had, you had the Lucha Brothers. You had a lot of talent. Um, mm-hmm. And then just, just sooner or later, you know, between WWE and AEW, boom. Gone.
2: Hell, even Shivani. Even
1: Shivani got head-headed out of there.
2: Yeah.
0: But now they have uh, Mance War- Warner in a country whipping match. I,
3: I'm seeing the card right I, now. I don't get the draw to Mance Warner. I just I don't
1: get it. I will tell you this. He has, like, for two weeks, it's kind of funny, but then it's just, it's just what it is. I could see him going as high as impact. That That's his ceiling in terms of national one. Like, or just staying
2: in GCW, but I mean, that's, that's about it.
0: Yeah. It's that, uh, that, you know, we, the producer followed him a lot, you know, during GCW. Now they show him and they show up for, uh, at defy. They were the defy champ tag champs for a bit, but it's the same stick. Speaking yeah, but- by the way, go ahead. Corey, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna uh, change it for topic for a second, but um, we watched on the fourth the GCW Backyard Wrestling. Oh, and oh, wow. uh, <laughs> it was a it was a show. All right, um, it something. Someone brought out a forklift, and someone jumped off and did an elbow drop to someone through a table. The main event was Joey Janela versus um his name was like Dilf. Dilf. And it was a yeah, it was a hair versus hair match, and basically Janela like no sold it the whole time. He he just looked pissed the entire time.
1: Because he's wrestling somebody named
0: Dilf. Yeah, and it went like twenty minutes, and it could it should have. It's the old backyard wrestling GCW stuff of like it should have been done. 10 minutes shorter than it was. I got it.
1: Now that the pandemic is over, how is GCW still a thing?
0: They're going to Australia and Germany.
1: I mean, they do like uh, stapling to (laughs) nutsacks to, to chairs in Germany. So this should be good. We,
0: we, it's that thing of, uh, it's that thing of during the pandemic, we watched GCW every week because it was like the only real good show. Lot, you know, a good show, you know, to watch. Show, you know. It was, on.
1: Huh? It you was on. It was on, yes.
0: It was on. And we watched it every week. And if I watched it today, I, I could not tell you, like, five people on that roster. But years ago, yeah, I could tell you, you know, 20 names on the roster. Now I'm like, oh, Janelle's still there? Okay. Um,
1: that's yeah, all so I got, you know. trying to Instead of trying to get better and more serious... He willingly chose that over staying in AEW. So you know. Yeah,
3: that's why. Like it, Joe was talking about him being pissed off. I'm like, well, fuck him though, because he's he's exactly where he deserves to be
0: because he fucking sucks. So yeah. <laughs> it it's like to, it's to me GCW had the Zack Ryder moment of they won. You know, when he wins the US title and the we were all behind him, then instantly the three belt the when the bell rang after the three count, we went, oh, he's eh, we're done with him. That's when they went to uh Philly. The their, I'm not Philly, the their pay per view oh. show that they did.
1: Yeah, that world they did. The, yeah, it's the, uh, that, it ruined yeah.
0: Them. yeah, that ruined it for them because they was ha, that. What's that? Was it a Hammerstein? Yeah, yep. yeah, ha, that's what I meant. Yeah, Hammerstein. But it was just like the they did that, and then it was like, and that's it. That That's their. Well, Zack Ryder moment, and to be fair, trip-
1: right? Where they booked the Hammerstein and then found out they can't do death matches.
3: Yeah, I yes. like, to be fair, like they weren't allowed to do their show.
1: Yeah, the night where Jeff Jarrett came in and taught them all how to work and then left. <laughs> yep, but like that—that's yep.
0: the—that's the that's their night of for, for for me for GCW going up. Oh, yep, and they're done.
3: Like that that, or, that, night. that lesson didn't stick.
1: Nope. No, oh. I love it. He comes in, refuses to job for. For for iffy, togy, effy, and then it's like, oh yeah, you'll get your win back, and then never comes back. That's how you work. That's a restaurant. Right you know, well, but, he
0: did come back. He did come back a couple of times, but it was just a run into a chair uh, El Cabal to someone. But he, yeah, never he never got it.
1: It's the hot indie promotion of the moment to reintroduce his new character, which went on to national television.
0: Yep. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And <laughs> half that roster's still there for, you know, for... And uh,
3: he debuted that new character at a shitty indie and is now running
1: pretty much half of AEW. Yep. God. You Ain't he great? There's so few great workers left, and he's one of them. Ain't he great? Ha ha!
2: So,
0: all right. Let's, uh. so for... Uh, This for the dark side, there wasn't one this week because of the fourth being on a Tuesday. So uh, the new one is this upcoming Tuesday is Adrian Adonis.
1: I'm intrigued. I'm very intrigued. The story of Adrian Adonis is going to be an interesting one. Uh, I mean, the the stuff that he had to do once he got fat. Basically, uh, the whole adorable Adrian Adonis gay character. That was Vince fat shaming him. You're going to fat. You're going to play a gay guy. Uh, interesting. That's one way to work with a guy's mental health,
0: right? But we do have, uh, and then so uh, we do have homework for this week, and we do we're gonna do homework for next week, and then after that, we're gonna try to follow the G1.
1: I will give you selected G1 hits.
0: All right. So, but let's talk about homework this
2: week. Mr. Booble, okay. what do you give us to watch? Uh sorry, I got sent something. I'm trying to oh.
0: read well, um, as was, thick, thick as I can.
1: 1990.
0: Uh, Halloween Havoc Halloween
2: Havoc nineteen ninety,
1: yeah. World Heavyweight title against four horsemen member
2: Sid Vicious. I do
0: so I I do remember kind of watching it in the background one time when we were doing the show. Uh, show, um, and I feel like they they messed up at something, right? Well, shocking. Um, <laughs> some things I did not, uh, did not, uh, did not see coming in this match. First, Sid doing a kip up. <laughs> so I knew that was the spot that would get you.
3: That's why I didn't that say po- anything.
0: That popped me because I'm like, popped Jr. too. <laughs> yeah. Like wait, wait! Is your yeah. kip up? Sting then running the ramp and then like catapulting himself across the Damn. entire
1: ring. That's a classic Sting spot. Yeah. And this is after he coming back from tearing that knee. Yeah, that's his Ric Flair over the
3: top rope. That's yep. he does every ramp show. Yeah. I love that spot from Sting.
0: And then I remember the finish watching uh, the finish of this match because. I want to say, like, Corey, you like you were, like, you were, like, talking about, like, yeah, watch, they missed the, they missed the spot, the camera no, spot. Of course they do. Of how Sting sees the other Sting. Yep, like, they,
1: they, they completely whiff it.
0: Because we have to get on replay afterwards.
1: God dang it. But how much uh, money, how much money do you think they paid Barry to chop off all of his hair? to play fake sting
3: too much and like the thing right like he was gonna chop it off like to do that whatever
1: but then leave the rat tail he didn't have the rat tail. i know right uh little details although i will say this they did a good job uh if you notice and it's it's a tiny thing they smear his face makeup almost like how stings is smeared to make it look like he's been in action
2: yeah, yeah. That
1: I good. did. I did catch that. And I go. Oh, that's
2: that's clever for them to do. Yeah, he pulled off a good fake thing.
1: Just needed to get out of there a bit faster.
2: Yeah,
3: he was channeling his brother on that one with that Kindle in the special <laughs> I,
0: And another <laughs> thing for me about the match, it was just like, it, it was okay, but it was just funny like for that split second, they just kept constantly going to the crowd when Jar was talking about how Sting is an idol to the children, and they're like, let's find all the children we can find because there was like a headlock in the in the ring or something going on, and just like let's find everybody. But what did you guys think? Well,
3: I
1: ahead, Mike.
3: I I mean, Halloween Havoc is my favorite event. Like, on WCW, it's my favorite WCW pay-per-view. And so, I had a best of Halloween Havoc VHS. And this was one of the matches that was highlighted on it. And so, I knew a lot of the match. Anyways, I just... Anytime I get a chance to watch the entire thing not edited, it hits such nostalgia for me. Like, that thing is why he is in my top three of all-time favorite wrestlers. Uh, You know, uh i love it man this is my wheel WCW is my wheelhouse i fucking love it from what's, about this time when i was old enough to kind of start watching from about now from 90 until it it closed.
1: what's what's weird is that 1990 was an abysmally bad year for them business-wise oh you How, can tell by the crowd yeah however i loved wcw 1990 so much it was it was i preferred it over wf at the time um because even as a 10-year-old the warrior being champion just wasn't working with me. I was like, this is stupid. Um, so I love WCW 1990, even though it's it's not good. I mean, the Black Scorpion storyline is is still hanging around at this point, too. Uh, they really had no idea what to do for heels in the main events if they weren't gonna use Rick Flair. I mean, they had zero clue. Um, but it's so good. And also, it's this has this paper has one of my favorite, like weird dichotomy matches of all time when pretty boy, muscle-bound man of the future, Lex Luger, loses the U.S. title to <laughs> crusty, cranky Stan Hansen <laughs> out of nowhere. Just a match you never thought you'd see anywhere. And he just comes uh, in the and he just crap out of him.
3: And then, uh, shockingly, uh, pretty soon in the future, he would not be in WWE. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: pretty soon, shocking. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's a fun time. This also known for the last pay-per-view for the Midnight Express as they were on their way out. Two of them. Two out of three. Um, Of course, the the famous Steiner's Nasties U.S. tag team title match. Oh, my God. And an underrated Doom Horseman tag title match, too. Like,
3: for, like, not... I mean, it's not bad work rate rise, like, that tag match. But, like, it is in my top... Three all time favorite tag team matches. Oh, it's just two teams stiffing the shit out of each other. I mean, it's like right, I, no. if like UFC had a tag team division, it would look like that,
1: right? I mean, look at like the Steiners were having the time of their life and the Nasties. You can say a lot of what you want about the Nasties, they were not adverse to fighting, uh, no, so they were fine with it.
3: And uh, Rick Steiner not doing those Hulk Hogan chair shots,
1: yes, no, 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 he. Uh, my the favorite battle cry over the marks in the in the early 90s was the Steiners know this is a work right um so good so good but then you had like terrible undercard matches i just gave you like five matches that were really good and then but they would have the undercard would just be god awful like fucking mike rotundo against tom Zink for 15 minutes of headlocks and shit mm. And then like Dutch Mantel against Ted Arcidi or some shit. You know, just the worst fucking True. matches.
2: Hmm. Oh.
1: Ted. Ted? Ted r c d He was a muscle man dude that worked at the DF in like 86. He had legs the size of um, Sean Waltman. <laughs> 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 this dude was huge and could barely move. I mean, he looked like a blo- he looked like a house on legs. I mean, his- he could barely walk. Like, he was like, And yeah, surprise. He would just do a bear hug for most of the match and then lose. Um, (laughs) Terrible. Uh, He made Ultimate Warrior look anorexic.
2: Damn. So. I get the pick before we go on to our G1.
0: uh, Run through. So I know I picked the elimination chamber. The ECW on the extreme one last time. Um, I right. you know, we had to rip it off like a band aid, you know. She um, oh, didn't have to pick that match though. <laughs> one of us would have. I would have probably picked it down the line, but this you know, rip it off like a band aid. So we don't have to watch it ever again. Unless we do redos. I don't know. We're we'll discussing that. that. But it yeah, this week I'm picking the ECW you no know, so I I forgot who uh, that I if I had to pick this. So I had Corey give me a year and he picked nineteen ninety-five. So I'm on the uh website that does Meltzer's ratings. Yeah. So I went and I saw a match there and I clicked on the card and I'm like, you know what, let's go. I don't let's go with another match on that same card from nineteen ninety-five. So this is when Corey I have to ask, Do you have Nineteen ninety five the uh war.
2: The war uh it's war. That's a the war. company. Yep. Wrestling and romance. Yep.
0: Super yep. J Cup.
2: Oh yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: Cause I, I think we should be we should watch and give it a old try. Wild Pegasus taking on Lionheart.
1: Ooh, okay. Yeah, I got that. I can get it on there.
2: This is a famous match.
1: Canadian violence in Japan.
2: Yeah.
0: So yeah, I, I I thought I could I should make try to somewhat make up for
3: it the chamber. Uh, Jared gonna talk about this match in his book.
1: Yeah. Oh, you have the famous the famous story. Mhm.
2: Oh, I'm uh, looking forward to this. This is gonna be a badass.
0: So yeah. Um so next week here we'll do that and then after that uh we'll get uh, G1 matches. Now before we wrap up, Joe, yes. I, I have some trivia that I was just sent by
3: somebody.
2: Devin Pegasus. Okay.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Devin Pegasus, the Pegasus bitch. Uh so I'm gonna ask this question and I want you guys to kind of tag team this and see if you can get it. There are currently still, and so no Google, Joe. Uh,
0: uh, f- first off, rude, but I could go on. <laughs> but but facts. Tell me what I'm telling lies. Uh, Tell me a
3: lie. <laughs> there are still five undefeated wrestlers on the AEW roster.
0: Can oh, you Matt, I was just on the roster. <laughs> <God damn. laughs> well, 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 Question. Is Punk still one or because of this new run, or do they... Oh, it's all-time AEW. There's five, All under five. Okay,
2: okay, okay.
0: Um, can you name them? Holy Shaq shit. is one. No. I know. Um, Hang on. Are they still with the company? Or well, I guess, I mean, there might be more than five. There's five here. So There's five on the list? Okay. Um, Are they still... Can I ask, are they currently still with the company? Uh, technically. Okay, that's technically oh. not helping me. Ah, uh, hang on, Morrison, Heelang. What do you
1: got? I'm struggling. Is Nick Wayne one of them?
0: No.
1: I, you know, what's um, mad as
0: I just had the goddamn roster up, like right in front of me.
1: I'm trying um, to think of someone who's lost a match. I know. Because now that it's done. I mean, do you want me to give you number
3: one so I get the easy one out of the way? Yes. Hook.
1: Oh, hook! Oh, God damn it. That should have been the most obvious, yeah. So
2: hook,
0: hook. I'm, I'm going. I, I
3: so hook, I'm going to. As of, as of whatever this was sent, I, don't, I can't see the date. He's 34. Okay. And so the next person after that is exactly half of that, and then it lower from there.
1: Is Mark Briscoe one of them?
0: Yes, he is. It ain't no.
1: There goes Mark Briscoe. Um,
0: I, 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 I'm going. I, I'm just saying. I'm just gonna say Sting, but I know he's probably lost one or correct. two. Correct. So
2: 17-0. Sting. Okay. Okay. I. So we got two three. More.
1: That's more than I thought we'd get. <laughs> um. Let's see who I'm trying to think of. Big Show. Paul White. Correct. Four zero. One more.
2: Is he less or higher than four zero? Less, so it's an old guy. God damn it, it's got an old C is less than four. Huh, I'm trying to think of women who have come in lately. But Ty lost already. Uh, Soraya, nope. Um. Not on Friday. He's lost, hasn't he? I think he has. Malachi Black? Nope. Uh, Heart? House of hearts?
1: hearts? House of Hearts?
2: No. no she, was on, I think she was a cheerleader. Oh, man. Fuck, I don't know.
1: I'm, I'm so like.
2: So. With a record of 1 and
3: 0, Paige Van Zandt.
1: Oh, oh, get it. the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't on the main roster.
2: Oh,
0: fuck
3: awesome. swear, it's an AEW, baby. She said a pay-per-view match.
1: <laughs> she did her one and done and got the fuck out.
2: Yeah.
1: See, like all not- that- making money funny on OnlyFans.
2: <laughs> it's a good gig if you can get it. Hey, I'm not
1: dissing her. Get that money. I'd do it if I could.
3: So yeah, The other thing That's- that I got. Stuck rating earlier, was uh, Matt Hardy and Jim Cornette going back and forth on Twitter.
1: Oh, yeah. Matt Hardy kissing that elite ass and Jim Cornette telling them what to do.
3: They're both right, which is hilarious.
1: Yeah. <laughs> A little they're both technically right, but they're not going to meet in the middle.
2: No. Hmm. Okay. Well, let's wrap it up, shall we? You,
0: you can... But before we do, go to powprowrestling.eventbrite.com. Get your tickets now for Pick Your Poison. You don't want to miss out on this great show. There's six matches already announced, so uh, we will run through those next week. But get your tickets now for powprowrestling.eventbrite.com or get the Eventbrite app and look up Pow Pro Wrestling. But you can go to nosellentertainment.com. That's right, nosellentertainment.com, where you can find all the things we do. For you, you can uh, listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts.